Welcome to the Leader's Life Podcast, where we implement that old school grind with that new school mind. What is up, fam? I am your host, Amar. And before we get started, make sure you hit that subscribe button, rate, like, and review so you don't ever miss out. Today, I have a special guest, a good friend of mine. His name is Johnny Pardo. Johnny, before I let, before I let him speak, Johnny is the podcast is a podcast host of a top 1% podcast called The Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset, which has had over 1 million downloads. That's freaking amazing, buddy. A podcast where he and some amazing guests share insights to grow driven individuals to improve their confidence. Johnny is also a podcast growth coach providing podcasters with guidance to increase their downloads. And this just added, Johnny was voted the sexiest man alive in a dream he had two weeks ago. So <laughs> with that being said, my friend, my brother, Johnny, what is up, my friend? Hey, I'm so glad to be here. And I'm not sure how that last sentence got onto the notes, but you know, th these things happen. So yeah, I'm really, I'm really, really glad to be here and have a conversation with you, my good friend. So looking forward to giving a, as much value as I can today. So thank you. Of course, man. As I said, I appreciate, I know you're a busy guy, so I appreciate you taking the time. So before we just dive into it, buddy, just get right into who Johnny is, what, where you started, because, um, you know, Johnny has, has an interesting, interesting journey. So why don't you let everybody know, kind of get, get into like behind the curtains of who Johnny Pardo is? Yeah, of course. So when I was young, I was genetically created in a lab. Um, <laughs> See what I mean? Oh, I should have added in the uh, bio. This dude is sarcastic AF. So uh, this is where we get along so well. But yeah, Johnny, who are you, man? Besides this, uh, you know, uh, chromosome that was built in uh, some type of lab. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> uh, my story, really, how, how I got into the whole personal growth space and then the whole confidence space. And then, of course, uh, the podcast itself, I'll try and keep the, the main highlights. So for me, really, I I was in my mid-20s, I'm 31 now, and I was kind of in a job and I was like, oh, this is not, you know, not fulfilling, not enjoying, just doing it to get by. And I just wasn't filled with fulfillment and excitement. And I'm quite a random, excitable guy and it was draining my energy. So I kind of started to write books because... And that this does lead to the podcast. And I thought, hmm, that's something I really like doing as a kid. So I started writing these crazy books like Johnny Potter, Johnny of the Rings, basically my own versions of Harry Potter and <laughs> Lord of the Rings, you know what my imagination's like. And then I actually started writing some more. So those are the kind of books I wrote as kids, but I started writing some actual books. And through it, I was like, right. I really want to start selling more of these books. So I found myself a coach, a mentor, and she introduced me into this whole world of personal growth. And I thought, hmm, what else do I want to do? And she started asking me those questions like a good coach does. And it, it unfolded me into this whole area of coaching, of YouTubing. And I was like, oh, I really enjoy this whole YouTube stuff and this coaching stuff. And it, it was quite general, quite like life coach you know, personal growth, kind of introducing the people what I'd learned, helping them get through blocks. And then I realized I was having these challenges with self-esteem and confidence that I'd had through quite a lot of my life. Now, sometimes people couldn't tell because I, I always was someone who pushed myself through challenges. 
uh, to build that confidence. And that's one thing, a key message I want to say that everyone has fear. It's just about how our attitude to it that's key. And then I kind of got into this niche of self-confidence and self-esteem and the whole mindset space. And, you know, some more people started interacting with me, got one or two clients in my coaching business from that. And then late into 2019, just before I joined the, the network we're in, I came across the idea of podcasting from Gary V just suggesting it. And I thought, hmm, that sounds interesting. So what I did was just upload some of my YouTube videos and my YouTube's a whole different game. I buy <laughs> no means am I a YouTube expert, although it's not done badly. <laughs> and then I started creating a podcast and I'll be honest, Amar, it really struggled at first. Like you've, you've been killing it out from the blocks, you know, and you've got such a great message to share with people. And I'm glad we can collab and help each other in these kind of areas. I wasn't like that at all. I was really struggling with my podcast. It was like, if I got 10 plays on an episode, I would be fortunate. Uh, so I just kept learning. I set implementing. And the key thing I found was I was implementing more than I was learning. And that was really building my success. And then suddenly I started building a bit of traction, get a hundred downloads, a thousand downloads, 10,000 downloads. And I can remember telling Rob Dahl, our, our mentor, oh, Rob, I'm really happy. I just hit 10,000 downloads. And that was well into 2020. And then I just hit, I, I'm almost at 1.1 million downloads now, but just wow. kept building that progress and really started helping people build their podcasts as well as helping people on their confidence and that's kind of a little bit of my story, Amar. Well, that's a, if that's a little story, man, I, I'm glad I didn't ask for the long version, but no, <laughs> that, that was beautifully said because there's a few things that you said in there that, that I remembered uh, clearly. Number one, I just want to jump on where you said uh, recently about how you had 10 plays and you had 10 play downloads. So what people don't know is that like um, with podcasting, you know, you're, it's rated based on downloads or plays and he had 10, which I feel like I see... Um, and then you can, you can clarify the statistic for me, but isn't it six to seven, seven episodes is what an average podcaster, like that's how long it takes for somebody before they throw in the towel. Right. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's, what's the number, it's, it's about six or seven episodes where people are like, Hey, you know what? Like I can't cut it. I'm not getting that many downloads. So the number one question I want to ask you is because a lot of people, whether it's like, Hey, I've been working out for three weeks, no results. Here you are. I, I'm going to use this as an analogy. Same thing where I only had 10 plays. Nobody's listening to Johnny. Did that thought ever came up in? And did you think about possibly quitting because you had 10 plays and now you have over 1 million people that you are inspiring each each and every week, uh, three days a week. Now you're doing them, right? I'm uh, doing okay. five days. I five, five days a week days. now. Look at this guy. Going up you to start, seven. Yeah. Look, look at this. He's going up to seven. So my question to you is what kept you going? when the odds and the statistics were against you. Yeah, of course. So the million, the million downloads is not necessarily a million people. I just like mentioned that means that that's kind of the total. And some people listen to multiple things and your regular listeners. So yeah, my audience is, you know, thousands at the moment. So that's, so that's always good to inspire thousands of people and you can get that stats. Now, what kept me going? That's a great question. I love that. And, and we live in this world of instant gratification where exactly. a lot of us are driven by that, right? And, okay, all right, I've signed up for something. I want to see the results yesterday kind of thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that, yes, that's kind man. of where we live. And 
I always think like within our own lives that we can, we've actually got our own success formula and we can look where we've been successful in one thing, whether it was even like learning to drive your car or whether it was learning to do your shoelaces years ago, or you got really good at a job you're in or really good at an asp or a business you've been in. You can actually take what you've learned. So I'm trying to take what made me successful in podcasts and apply it to other areas of my life. And I'm seeing growth in those. Now, what kept me was not being attached to that outcome. It was on fun. It wasn't looking at the numbers. Now, I mentioned earlier, I've also written books. I've written seven books. So I love writing books. And I know you've got my latest oh, one. Yeah. I'm actually going to write a new one. So yes, uh, let me just throw in the plug over here. It's called The Self-Esteem <laughs> and Confidence Mindset by Johnny Pardo. Great, great book on confidence and mindset so definitely check it out go ahead buddy oh thank you, you. thanks for that thanks for that little one in there but yeah i mean i wasn't getting hardly any sales on my books and i i just kept writing books like i hardly got any of my first few my latest one's got more more purchases on like audible and um general books but it's just through the joy so i think it's key that you've got to find fun in what you're doing now, if you're doing something, you can't find fun out of it at all. And you're just waiting for that point when you get to like a certain amount of money or a certain amount of downloads, then that's a recipe for failure. That's just not the route you want to be hanging down. So you've got to enjoy the process. You've got to be enjoying what you're doing in now. And that for me was it. And then it's just suddenly I wasn't hung up on the outcome. I wasn't looking for a particular bunch of downloads. And I actually found I was with YouTube. I was like, I need to get this many. And it was kind of really frustrating me. And I kept going. But yeah, I just wasn't enjoying it. So I would say consistency is absolutely key. Enjoying the process of what you're doing. And then it's just like keeping it simple. Don't overcomplicate it. Else that really can shut your brain down and exhaust you. And I'm guilty of that from time to time. And I have to step back from just overdoing it. But yeah, just those are the three things I'd, I'd say. But the main one out of those is not getting attached to that outcome, having fun, thinking how you can improve it, but not getting attached to the result to feel good about it. I love that. And it's funny that you said about don't worry about the outcome, because me being a business guy, a numbers guy, mm -hmm. I made it specifically to Jamie uh, in the podcast agency that I'm using. Just, you know, And she, and I said to her specifically, I don't want to know the numbers. I just want to mm -hmm. keep doing this and enjoying this. So she'll let me know milestones, which you know I'm, I'm happy to say and shocked to be honest with you, but blessed that amazing people are listening that I'm top 2.5% 2, 2. in the world. Yeah, amazing. Uh, but I feel that, you know, the analytical, you know, business Amar is like, all right, if we gotten over <laughs> there, you got to follow a pattern, you got to do all that. But it's like, no, I'm actually, I want to enjoy this. So I love that you said that you were just enjoying it and just kind of, um, as I said, doing it for purpose versus self. I think that's kind of what I got out of that message. Yeah. And what I'd sort of add on to that is I like, I like spreadsheets and numbers as well. And, uh, I, I don't know why I just find Google Sheets I'm a bit of a geek with it but <laughs> like what I like the numbers you want to focus on if you're going to focus on obviously we do need systems and processes as business owners you can't be disorganized you know like, like I know there's there's a good mix of flow and structure and process the one thing I'd say to focus on is what you can control so it's like okay I'm going to aim to make and I always say, you know, you don't need to make five episodes a week or even three out of the blocks. Like that could be a bit overwhelming, but I, I recommend a minimum of one, ideally two if you can. I know one to two is good to start off with. 
once every fortnight is a, a lack, as probably a lack for building up that consistency and engagement. Um, that's probably another question you're going to ask. But I'd say focus on the numbers you can control, if anything. Yeah, no, that's that's great advice. Great advice. And earlier, what you said too, you talked about how um, both of us were a part of you know the Rob Dial Business Breakthrough yeah. program and. Um, before before we get into uh, you know the, the next level of talking about how awesome and amazing what you've been doing with confidence in your podcast, I just want you to emphasize because Johnny and I just so just a backstory we met back in 2020 a part of uh, Rob Dial and Dean DeVries uh, coaching program, and I always stress I've said it on this podcast I've said it outside the power of community and um, if it wasn't for this amazing program you know, you and I would not connect it. And uh, besides Johnny's sarcasm or reminding me that, <laughs> hey, he'll send me a random message saying, hey, Amar, FYI, it's Thursday. And I'm like, thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but can you can you just kind of give your, your input or your um, definition as far as the power of community, especially when you and I joining a program during the pandemic and then um, being a part of that? So what is your definition of a powerful community and how are we able to still keep in contact over all these years where in my experience doing these type of programs, it's just a one out. Hey, Johnny, nice to meet you. I'll be friends with you on social media. Don't hear from you again. Yeah, I I mean, I've been part, I've had the fortune in the last two, three years to be involved in some great communities. Now, to be honest, I, I'm quite like in-person person person i like being around people and, and unfortunately I've, I've met two members of that community in person that i'd like to meet more there's another community i'm part of and we had an event in vegas in october and that was nice. sorry not in october in may the next one's then um and that was amazing to be around them now what i found is is powerful is you you've got that right element of people who understand you and can support you and that that's going to build up your belief. And this comes to the confidence that, say, for example, you're you, you've got a dream to own very general. But like you, you want to own your own business. You want to be an entrepreneur, but you've been working a nine to five your whole life. But you're like, you know what? I'm done with this. I know I've got more in me. And you're trying to talk to yourself. Well, and you're like, oh, I, you know, I can do this and trying to you're working on all that kind of the mindset stuff. And then you're like hanging out with your friends and they're like, what are you on about? That's an awful idea. You're going to fail. Like that talk to yourself is not going to last because as human beings, we have a need to adapt to our environment. And I learned this from one of my teachers. We just adapt to the environment we're in. So if you and let's use an example of the gym and McDonald's. So if you go to the gym constantly, your body will adapt to the gym you'll get fit, you'll get strong. If you go to McDonald's every day, your body will adapt to that and it'll become, <laughs> it'll become overweight. <laughs> yeah, you'll put on the pounds. It's the same with the people you're surrounding yourself with. Like if you're hanging out with those people who are like pulling you down and destroying your dream, you're not going to feel good. But if you're around people like yourselves, Amar, who actually also can like challenge you in the right way as well, you're going to start adapting to that. And I'm actually, I like being in communities where I'm pushed as well. Like I'm in one at the moment, like in, in, in our community, it's a good mix of all different levels. Right. And it pushes people to develop, but there's also one I'm in and I'm actually a pretty small fish in it. And wow, does it push me like up to limits and things I've never done. And then I'll be like celebrating something. They'll be like all praising me. Like I like, 
I make a good profit off a recent boot camp and stuff like that. And then I hear like one of them's like done triple that, but I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Now that's possible for me. So it really kind of builds up your own belief in you. I'd say the power of the community and giving's living, right? And you're also, it feels good to give to other people in those situations. I love that. My favorite saying is you'll never go broke giving. And with, you know, with community for me, I always say it's the pat in the back. That is great but it's more the kick in the ass is what gets it going. And, you know, you and I, we could just, you know, where I've reached out to you when I've had, you know, things that I need to help with and vice versa, but like we can lean on each other and understand that you're going to give me the answer that you feel is best for me versus if it's going to hurt my feelings or not. And I feel that that's where, as you said, uh, I feel like that's something that's lacking where people, uh, I feel like it's easier to give somebody advice to do something not healthy than to try to go and, and better yourself. And, you know, that's, that's a struggle that a lot of coaches come up to me when mm-hmm. they say, Hey, I joined a, a coaching program, but my spouse, my boyfriend, my girlfriend just does not support mm-hmm. this. And my question to you being confidence and mindset. And I know if you've seen this from your clients, what would you get, what would you give that, that person in that situation advice about where their loved ones are holding them back from taking that step forward. Yeah. And I think this is a really great question and point to look on because often a general thing is we, we focus too much of our energy on what we can't control. And it kind of comes back to my point on the numbers again, but it's linked on like, we focus so much energy on what we can't control. And that's like things, (laughs) silly things like the weather. Right. But we're so pro, we run off programs, but we're not even noticing our own patterns. And that's what the power of coaches are, right? And uh, your own personal development, it makes you more self-aware. And hopefully what I'm saying today is going to give the individual listening to this more awareness to kind of their own patterns as well. And I'm not here to tell anyone what they can do and can't do. I'm just here, share my experience, my thoughts, and be a guide like you are. Uh, and you're a great guy to kind of get me, help me think in my own ways. Now, People will try and like control their loved ones or, or spouses or, or best friends or friends or whatever. And actually, you cannot control those things. You can, who can you control? You can control yourself. You can influence other people in other situations. And how can you influence them? You can, you can be your best self. And that's the best way. So be the example. And actually, one of our friends, I saw I saw her posting this the other day, and it was a really, really good podcast uh, about actually how they'd been an example for their spouse. And their spouse was like, wow, that, look at the development and the way she's come. Oh, I got to get on board with this as well. And if that person isn't going to get on board with them, that's OK. They're in their own journey. That I think the problem is we try and project our own model of the world onto other people. And it's, it's kind of a lower level of consciousness as well. To raise your kind of consciousness in general, you've got to understand people coming from a different model of the world from you, and you can only control yourself. Now, if you're constantly surrounded by, I, I, I'll just to be honest, because, you know, we're, we're direct here. So yes, this may really yes, help. Please. Someone. Yeah, I love yeah. this. Keep going. If you've got a spouse or someone in your life who just constantly is negative and trying to pull you back from everything, like you've got to ask yourself that difficult question. 
do I can I have them in my life if I want to be truly happy and do what I want anymore? And that may be a tough decision, but what's going to be tougher? Going through life, realizing you're not doing what make makes you happy. And often we're in this instant gratification, right? Of like, oh, I don't want to avoid this short-term pain and I don't want to go through this. At a Tony Robbins event, you know, I'm a massive Tony Robbins fan. Mm-hmm. I went, they do what's called the Dickens process. And this was really insightful where you look at your past pain, your present pain and future pain if you don't change certain things in your life. So actually people don't look at the future pain of like what would happen if I'm 80 years old, looking back on 80 or 90 years old, looking back on my life and realize I didn't move. And then at those events, people get into those and you see transformations because they're like, wow, I don't want to be in that situation. I'm going to make this difficult move right now. So, yeah, sometimes you do have to ask yourself the difficult question as well. I love that. I love that a lot, Johnny, because as I said, that is um, since I've been uh, you know, a mentor and, and coach for Rob Dial now, uh, and I, the number one thing I always get is how do I convince my spouse to support this? And I, my response is always, you got to be that lighthouse. Don't mm-hmm. just because you're bettering yourself does not mean you're better than anybody. Just be that lighthouse, be that shining you know, a shining lighthouse that is showing how powerful and, you know, how strong you've been bettering yourself and feel good about it. But don't, I always say, don't the example of Jehovah witnesses, like, don't go trying to bring everybody to the light. (laughs) Don't, don't tell everybody to, uh, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. No, it's, it's more about you do it and you shine. And if you're that lighthouse, people would just be like, Hey, you know, you look great. You're happy. You're glowing. So dude, I love that answer. I love how real you were about that. So sweet, man. So I want to pivot over here and get back into the podcast talk, because I know, as I said, you have this successful self, self-esteem and confident mindset podcast, and you've been helping a lot of people grow them as well. So I have to ask you if somebody's thinking about starting a podcast, what guidance would you give? And like, what can you help with the podcast growth? So let's just start with the first one. If someone is thinking about starting a podcast, what guidance would you give? Because I can tell you right off the bat, I was talking myself out of it mm. and making it more complicated than, than it was. So what, what, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'd say it's there's, there's probably like two elements to it. There could be the psychological side of like, right, what are people going to think? Am I good enough? all those kind of challenges, we can go into those, but there's also the technical side that perhaps it's a little bit, they're thinking it's overwhelming. I need a multi-million dollar studio and mic and those kind of things. Uh, So in terms of starting a podcast, I'll just share my journey. I literally sat in a wardrobe with my Apple AirPods, uh, earphones, and then just like recorded. That's what I did because there's such an echo in my in my like home as well so like it was that simple and that's probably why I've been so successful I've just kept it so simple so it actually can be very very simple now I I've kind of got some I've just done some free YouTube training for people if they want to start and it takes about 30 minutes to go for and it's literally that simple um but also the the psychological side is usually the tougher one because that's what's going to pull us back it's like who am I to be going out there and showing my message and it's oh there's so many people talking about that who am I like to do that now (laughs) this sounds so simple but actually I think things are can be quite simple but they're not easy there's a difference between being simple and being easy right 
I think it's actually the simplest thing you can do to overcome some of those challenges is go out and make that podcast episode. Now, there's there's always going to be self-doubt. There's always going to be those fears that I've experienced and been through as well. And I'm always going to as I up level. The thing is, it's just it's just getting started and, you know, find someone who's done it. Find a simple, simple way. Like I, I can help you there. Just like literally there's a few videos I point you to for like 30, 40 minutes uh, total, not each, like total on what you need to do to launch. And so it could be really, really simple. All you need is a mic. You need uh, a laptop or phone and a podcast platform. And it's really, really easy. Like that that's kind of what you need. Um, in terms of the psychological, it's thinking about what's really your message and how it's going to impact people. So again, as we talk about a lot, focusing on purpose and self as well. And you're never going to actually get over that fear than you do it. So that's kind of the simple answer I would give to that. I love that because myself included, because this is obviously a brand new podcast. Um, I was thinking, wait, I don't have a studio. I don't have a big, you know, like a big budget for this. And, and a lot of people that, you know, especially my family members were like, wait, like, don't you need a studio? Don't, don't, don't you need like some like badass equipment? Don't you need any of that? So, so what you're saying is, is it a big budget or do you need these big studios? Can you, can you make that clear to, to, yeah. to everybody listening right now? I'd love to. Yeah. So what I, what I did now, what I'd recommend is not necessarily what I did. Cause obviously we learn, but I wouldn't say as far from what I did. So you need like a laptop or phone. You need a podcast platform, something like, you know, there's your anchors, your Buzzsprout, whatever it is for you. I use anchor personally. It's very simple. And these companies know that people like simplicity. So they make it very easy. You need a podcast platform you need a a mic and you know there's a couple you can suggest and the mics can cost like 70 dollars or something like that or if you don't have that you can just use your apple headphones like really really simple and you need like a, a phone or a laptop that's all you need to start a podcast literally that's what i've done and it's not be done me any harm so that's what i've been using you heard that. You heard that, everybody, right? So you don't need to go rent a Puff Daddy studio. You don't need to go out there and fly to LA just to record a podcast. You can <laughs> do it with your laptop. You can do that with your AirPods or and or your phone. Thank you very much for that one because, as I said, that's a lot of. Uh, I feel like that's a that's a big misconception on podcasting that you have to yeah. just throw in and, and expend a lot of money to start it. So, great answer with that. So, then, how about? with growth, like what, how about somebody that's stagnant, that's in that 10 plays, yeah. 10 plays, 10 plays. And they're like, you know what? Like, I just can't grow my podcast. So what is your advice? How can somebody starting grow their podcast? Yeah, of course. So there's a few, there's obviously going to be a few things that when I work with someone, I personally like analyze and have had quite a few conversations in the last week. So I'll pick out a kind of few highlights that I've had with uh, individuals I've been working with or speaking to on a kind of first meet basis. Uh, so consistency is absolutely key. Like you've got to be consistent. Like I talked to a couple of people and their podcasts were like once a month, maybe twice a month. That's just not, that's not going to build an engagement because your listener, and I say listener intentionally there, is going to be expecting something consistently. And if they're not, they're like, oh, 
haven't heard from that person for a while. They'll forget about you. Go find another podcast. So, and then that's the, I'll, I'll come on to the second point, which is well, before list- you say that, that is so valid, by the way, because mm. I found out there are podcasts that I were following that all of a sudden stopped doing episodes and then came back without like any information. And I just don't listen to them anymore. So I mm. love that you brought up that example. So I'm sorry. So number two. No, absolutely. No, thank you for that. And um, I mean, you see people like, to- you know, the Tony Robbins show does that. It's like that. That's Tony Robbins, remember? <laughs> these bi- and I'll, I'll come on to that as well, these big names and stuff like that. But yeah, like if you're a regular podcaster, you're not that multi, multi, hundred million dollar kind of person, then you're, you know, you've got to be consistent. So then the second thing I say with, is listener. So really identifying what, who are you speaking to? That like, take on board when you, when you can interact with your audience. I like to do polls and things like that what actually they want rather than what you think is a good idea. This sounds so obvious. I see it, the mistake so much like, and I have to call, I've had to call myself out for this so many times in business. Oh, I've got this great idea. And you know, we can get all excited. And I think a lot in the entrepreneurial spirit we're in, you probably had this as well, Amar, like I've got this great idea and I'm going to do this. And then nobody's looking for it or wanting it. Right. Right, (laughs) And it doesn't do as well. And you get a bit (laughs) distraught and that's the same in podcasting. You've got to understand what people want and what someone wants to what they need are two different things. So we all need this like deep rooted work of looking at our psychology and making sure we're working on ourselves. Now, if you're, for example, a entrepreneur looking to scale up their money and you're looking for, podcast on money the thing you might need is actually that deep work because you come into a block however what they're wanting is something on how they can increase their like monthly income or their quarterly income or something like that so make sure you really understand your listeners wants and that's got to be reflective in your title as well and you've got a great title um and no jamie's got a great title our other friends have got a great title on theirs I've obviously got some key search terms in my title. People will come out with idea names of podcasts that nobody's looking for. And I've, I've, I've seen someone else I know I've seen in the community who's like came up with this really adventurous creative name and they're targeting a completely different type of person. So you've got to be really clear on what your audience want. Uh, and then a kind of a third thing, if I was to share would be, and there's much more we can go into is making sure you're creating value for your listener. This sounds awesome and you know obvious. However, a lot of lot of people will just go on rants on like a podcast and like, oh, you know, this happened to me. Oh, you might start your first podcast like I did in my first YouTube video, and it was like this. I'll, I'll share a bar. You could imagine me saying this though. I was like, <laughs> I was like, to hear it. I was like, hey, it's Johnny Pardo. I don't create my first YouTube video. Oh, do you know what? I've been thinking about this for ages. And I, I put my favorite blue T-shirt today because <laughs> I like blue T-shirts. And yeah, do you know what I mean? I was thinking about wearing a black T-shirt, but I didn't. It's like nobody cares. Like if you were watching, maybe you find it funny because you know me or my friends were the like, oh, typical Johnny. If the person didn't know me, I actually had this feedback like, I didn't understand where it was going until the end. And I really liked the episode. It was good. So make sure you're giving value to your audience. Yes, you could be humorous and 
add in your stuff into your episodes now and then, but make sure you're focusing on value and what's in it for your listener to really grow because we can really, we can get caught out of that and going back into our own minds and being like, oh, this would be great to talk about. I'm just going to go on a random talk about my passion and we can easily get caught up in our passions as well, which is amazing and they'll sense your energy. Make sure you're always thinking about value, value, value for your listener. That, that was powerful, man. Great, great, great advice uh, to that. Because as you said, like people don't remember, I, I know like with podcasts, I know what you're talking about with the names um, where it's just, you know, what, what they, what, what they're called and what their messages are two separate things. So I just, I just found that very, very powerful. And I hope you took notes if you're thinking about starting a podcast, because my next step, my next question was, because I know I experienced this is um, if someone has self-doubt, and starting a guide uh, and starting a podcast, what guidance would you suggest? Because I remember when I was about to start it, I reached out to you, uh, you know, Jamie, a bunch of people. And I was thinking, you got Rob Dial, you got Tony Robbins, you got Johnny Pardo, you got all these amazing, powerful people <laughs> that have these, <laughs> these, you know, badass podcasts. Like, why would they listen to Amar? So, what is your advice to somebody that has self doubt that wants to do it, but? just has those limited beliefs yeah and this this doesn't just apply to podcasting it applies to any area of business or life to be honest um and i always like to look at three things and i call it the pardo model because i just made it up myself (laughs) (laughs) big notes the pardo model the the pardo pardo model model is about to be disclosed yeah and i shared it my last boot camp and you know it's something on board but to be honest most uh, most things we learn is is only useful if we actually apply it, right? So these are the three things I'd say to kind of look at when you, well, first of all, when you're coming out of the comfort zone and going to do something new, these feelings are normal. So acknowledge yourself and say, okay, this is an opportunity for growth. And yes, accept the feelings are there, but then it's like, what are you going to do forward? I used to be in a point like uh, years ago when I had a lack of belief in myself, like, Oh, I'm, I'm feeling this dread and I pull myself back. Now I feel I can feel those feelings, not of dread, but of like, oh, a little bit of nerves. Oh, I'm growing. This is a growth opportunity. So I'd say these are the three things to look at. The first one is your psychology. Um, or we can see it as, uh, as mindset, but mindset's more the conscious beliefs and attitudes we have to something. While psychology, it can be the the subconscious and these ongoing thought patterns. So look at actually the words you're saying to yourself and actually creating a good identity for yourself. Like um, I'm powerful. I'm worthy of this, all the things you'd like to experience. Now I learned this from Joseph McClendon who, who I work on his team and I, he's been a great mentor to me. He's Tony Robbins business partner. That's right. It's amazing how I'm in his company now, but he's, yeah, he, he basically taught me this. You, you create an identity for yourself. You talk well to yourself. So I say that's the first thing, making sure you're encouraging yourself and praising yourself for as many things as you do, as little as they might be. Now, the second thing is, and these all work together. The second thing is creating actions and activities that are enabling you to progress. So what's an action and what's an activity? An action is something you do as one off. An activity is an ongoing thing, like ongoing podcasting. So making sure you're doing, you're taking small little steps, even if it's like signing up 
to a podcast platform, even if it's just recording the first clip of your your first episode, even if it's just putting a post on social media saying, I'm going to be launching my first podcast on this day. And that way you can be kept accountable as well. So that's the second part. And then the third part is just kind of the self-awareness and keep reflecting on how you're feeling and how you're doing. Now, if you take the action and activity and keep pushing yourself, and you know, don't do the, the psychology, the mindset part, then you, you get to a point where you get really uncomfortable and you're just like, you're, you're getting stressed, you're forcing yourself. And, you know, it's good. You're going to move forward to a degree, but then you're going to be holding yourself back because you don't believe you can do it. However, if you just do the, I'm worthy, I'm an amazing podcast, I'm going to create value for the world, and you don't do anything, your brain starts to go, BS, you are not, you are not doing anything. So you need to be working on both of those at the same time. And then again, the, the third piece, which is the self-awareness and really reflecting on how you feel. So that's the, uh, that's the kind of the Pardo model that I wanted to introduce to you. So the, and the kind of key thing is just, even if they're small steps, like signing up for that podcast platform, announcing it on social media, making a tiny clip of your first episode, just keep doing those and celebrate, pat yourself on the back as you go through and do them. That's, that's great advice because I'll say it again. Most people rather give themselves a kick in the ass and talk negative to them as what you just mentioned mm -hmm. versus talking, giving powerful affirmations and saying, you know what, this is good. I got this. And I can relate to when I did my first post to do the podcast. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, man. It took me about two hours before I hit send because I had exactly what you talked about. I had those, I had those self-doubt limited beliefs. And, um, and the more I got comfortable with it, the more confidence I became. So powerful, powerful answer, buddy. So I have to ask you before we wrap this up too, is that how do you appeal to the audience in a busy world with more and more podcasts? Yeah, of course. And I, I want to kind of just share as well, like before we go on to that question that you, you just mentioned that you were terrified to hit the send. And I really appreciate you like sharing that. And I know I perceive you always as this, this really confident, charismatic guy. And you admit to me sometimes, you know what, I'm a little bit nervous. I'm a little bit, I've got this little bit of doubt creeping in like time to time, obviously <laughs> not much, but I'm not, I've been the same as well. Like now and then I get to a level when I'm leveling up and it's like, wow, I'm, I'm a little bit nervous about this. The, the difference is we, we're, we're pushing through it. Right. And it is as hard as it is. I, I was, at a, I'm this, I'm doing really well on my podcast now and impacting many, many lives and you're doing the same. I was at a point when I was in my early twenties and I was terrified to say my name in the meeting. Like that's how bad it was. It was just like, my name's John e. going red and hiding. It was that bad. It was just Never like, I was terrified. Guessed. Yeah. I was terrified and I just pushed myself with these little steps of like, uh, okay, I'm going to do a small update to two people, then to five people, then to 10 people, because I knew I had to change the behavior. So sometimes you're coming out of your comfort zone doesn't need to be huge. It can just be these small steps. And then I love that. Doing it. I love that example because where you jumped in about telling me about where I was scared to hit send. Right. But once it took me two hours to finally do that, um, and then a couple of days later, it took me 45 minutes to hit send. And then the next time 15, now I just do it, post it, send it, you know? So, and it's building, I mean, where it lines with what you do, it builds with that confidence slash, you know, in the podcast and for it to be merging together is why I feel like it's just the perfect recipe for what you do, Johnny. So thank you so much for that. So before we get off, I got to ask you two questions. Yeah. 
Sorry, I kind of went away from your last one. Let oh, me know well, that's true. Are. You know what you did? So let's just ask that question because you, you just always drop value, brother. No, I want to know that one because this is, this is something that's very important to anybody who has a podcast, who's thinking about a podcast, is how do you appeal to the audience in the busy world when each and every day, and I don't know the statistic, you probably know how many podcasts are coming out each and every time. So the more and more the podcast world is growing, how do you appeal to the audience? Yeah. So again, it comes back to, and you're going to need to do a bit of research on this, really understand what's going to be like the outcome you want to achieve for people on your podcast. Now I'm in, I'm in, I've been in various coaching communities and general and business people can be very general. Like I help people become unstuck. Now that's what, you know, Tony Robbins or Brendan Bouchard's of this world will <laughs> do. Okay. So you've got to be, very specific and know what people are wanting you can do that by going on to popular YouTube content, going on to podcasts and then making sure that your podcast looks at a specific problem and you you're kind of like the answer to that. Uh, another key thing is making sure. And again, it's, it's going back to the wants as well. And then taking on board feedback as you're going more and more and actually looking at how you can improve it. Those are the two main things I'd say, because as you build more episodes, you can see the stats, what people want. You can also do things like ask your audience if they start following you. I do that often. There's certain words and phrases they say. So I'm like, okay, I've got to do that. I've had clients and I'm like, okay, they keep using the word stuck, for example, or imposter syndrome. And I'm like, okay, let's make an episode on imposter syndrome. So basically falling falling in love with your ideal like listener is going to be key rather than just you know creating something general and then understanding what they want that's that's what i would suggest i love that an example that i can give you is like uh yesterday i was triggered by something so because of that um i was like you know what i'm going to make an episode about being triggered because i'm mm. sure people can get triggered to something similar like that so i love 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 bringing real life real life authenticity into your podcast, because I feel like that's why your podcast is extremely successful is because you are Johnny Pardo giving it real life situations with real, with real life um, ways to handle these situations. And that life is not over when your confidence is shattered. You can increase your confidence even when it doesn't go your way. And that's what I've learned with you and all your coaching clients, seeing the testimonials on your, on your social media. I it's, it's just amazing what you do. So I just had to commend you on that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's, well, it's, yeah. It's, you made a good point now about the stories and authenticity and making sure you can share your perspective because people relate to stories in yourself. So that's another great point I would have shared as well. No, man, that, that's amazing. So now that we wrap this up, I have to, first off, I have to say a uh, funny story with, with Johnny. Uh, Johnny and I were vo uh, voice noting one day in front of my kids and um, my kids go, who are you talking to Peppa Pig? And then all <laughs> of a sudden, um, because, uh, you know, if, if you uh, parents or, or anybody don't know who Peppa Pig is, it's a uh, cartoon uh, from the UK, I believe. Right. It is from the UK, Johnny. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, and Johnny has the accent and my kids were going back. So then they sent Johnny a voice note saying hello to him and, and doing all that. So this is what I mean by this dude is, is, is just an amazing, amazing part. And my kids have fun with that, but I got to ask you two questions, man. These are two serious questions. So I need you to put on your serious face. Are you ready? They're not serious. Are they? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. What color is a yellow taxi? Oh, 
You know, I prepared for this, but I've lost my answer. <laughs> Last uh, one, though. Okay, fine. You don't have to answer. It might that be one. green. It might be yeah, green. Yeah, that's what I thought. And yeah. Who's your favorite podcaster in North Carolina? Oh, oh, knew that one as well. Amar, that was it. There we go. The leader's life with Amar. That is what I'm talking about. And that's that. Johnny, thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy busy schedule to, to just come out here, educate the audience on confidence, on podcasting, and this everything that you do. Me under me being a part of amazing career community and seeing you being so busy and being able to deliver and drop nuggets into the community when people do need help just shows the type of leader that you are. And I just want to let you know that you're you're a big big impact. You're in my circle and I love you, brother. So I'm just proud of everything that you do. So thank you so much for coming over here, everybody. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned to this episode, or I should say, listen to this episode. I'm just excited because I got to get my buddy on here. So thank you for listening. You all freaking rock. Why not you? Why not now? Hope you all have an amazing, amazing day.